Welcome back, fellow patriots. It's hard to imagine losing our country right under our noses. We knew this was going to happen when this administration took over and stole the White House. However, watching it happen so rapidly right under our noses, it's hard to watch. I know you guys agree. You know, what's going on at the border today, we lost another National Guard. He drowned, saving an illegal. And who has put on their hands for that one death? Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Barack Obama, and the rest of the communists in our White House that are trying to destroy our country. They are succeeding. Our country is transforming. Build Back Better is for illegals. We've been talking about that for some time. And now it's being proven over and over again. They are talking about removing Title 42. We've talked about that. And they're talking about replacing it with something else. I'm not sure if you guys have heard this or not, but the replacement is to take the guards from the northern border at Canada and temporarily putting them at the southern border and then transporting illegals into our country all over the place at a faster pace. That is what they're talking about replacing Title 42 with. There'll be Title 8, which takes longer and more resources, more of our money, and it gives people free reign to get put anywhere into our country they want, and then they never have to be heard of from again. They are transforming our country, and it's sad to watch from 157, 158 different countries coming into our country, wiping us out, and we are paying for it financially. None of us have felt the trillions of dollars that has created our inflation. None of us have felt it in our favor. We've all felt it negatively. And then they're talking about the food shortage. You know, watch what Joe Biden says. He's mentally unable, incapable of saying anything truthful. We know that. And then he's incapable of telling you what's really going on. He lies. But when he does say the truth, he is not supposed to. So like, like when he confessed about rigging the election, no one still talks about that. That should be played over and over and over again. But it's not. Kamala Harris is losing her staffers. She lost her chief of staff today. She's losing all of her staffers because she's so hard to deal with. This administration is a complete joke, destroying America from within. Build Back Better is for illegals like we've talked about. And we have to pray today for the National Guard who was out in the water saving an illegal and lost his life. He drowned. But, but he did save the illegals while they were drowning. They are now okay. But he lost his life. It's just so unfair. And I'm fed up just like you guys are. And what can we do about it? I don't even know if we're going to make it to this election because people keep forgetting about the Taliban. Do you guys, we talked about this before. Do you remember back in August, September of last year? They said they needed six months before they were able to attack America. The media said that they were, I think it was Lindsey Graham who said that the Taliban will be able to attack any country that they want to. I was telling myself, they said America. 
And so they said within a year, they were going to attack America. That will be September, October, right before the election. So Nancy Pelosi's not really, she's not really too worried about losing the House or the Senate because we will have something traumatic going on. I hate to say this. I don't mean to be negative, but it's just truth. And I am concerned as an American citizen and why I've been given this voice to share and talk with you about my concerns because I know that we all feel the same way. You know, it's just, it's hard to watch. And I know you guys feel the same way. And then you have Obama coming out, speaking to the woke crowd that he created. You know, these college kids have been for 13 years being taught the woke ideology. We've talked about that back in 2009 when Obama had both houses and they changed all the education books in Texas in 2009, even including the dictionary, which shows fascism. I almost said fascism. Fascism is a right-wing conspiracy, whatever it is, but that's not the truth. They changed a lot of the dictionary words back in 2009, as well as our education books, to go along with their ideology. And they've brainwashed our kids, indoctrinated our kids. We all know this. So Obama goes out, and he's like all appearing again because he's trying to save the House and the Senate and the Democrat Party. But he's telling the kids over at Stanford that we need more censorship on social media. If you don't agree with him, then you are producing disinformation. You know, when Obama, his first year or two in office, I said to many that the policies he's putting into place is going to create a bunch of peasants, but we're all going to be so poor. And him and his little king palace, the dictator, you know, it's gonna, he's separating, he's getting rid of the middle class and creating a bunch of poor people who are going to be on bread and water. And that was what his policies were, were gearing toward. We were all talking about it back then. So when he comes out today and says that anyone who doesn't agree with him is disinformation, that's just crazy. He wants more censorship. <laughs> okay. It's either his way or the highway or no way. Communist dictator 101, all the things that they blame Trump for. Remember, we talked about this, the Sal Alinsky method, blame everybody else, what you do. That is in the Nazi, German Nazi playbook 101. And that is what Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats are using today, constantly blaming us for what they're doing. They need to silence us because we speak the truth. They are so beyond corrupt Most of the time, they don't even cover it up anymore. And there's not a whole lot we can do about it. It just seems that we don't. You know, God has Elon Musk coming out, out of the blue, helping to uncensor Twitter. He wants free speech, that everybody should have a voice. And that's just the way of the free world. You know, speaking of the free world, what's going on in Sweden They had another huge riot today. Many people were injured and it's becoming a common occurrence. And it is with people from the Middle East and refugees or illegals that came into their country. And who put them there? Left wing, George Soros, Obama buddies who have put them in Sweden. 
and to watch the Swedes, good people being hurt the way they are and in, living in fear when they used to live in comfort and just living their lives and working hard, just like us. And now we're watching our country go through what they're going through, but the media won't cover too much on what's going on in Sweden. But if you research it and take a look, there were some riots, I think today and yesterday, and it, you know people were in fear. And just wait, our country is gonna be the cherry on the cake. We're gonna be the worst from what the people are coming across the border and the soft on crime and what's going on. It's just, it's gonna get bad, you guys. And I'm just speaking out because I am a concerned parent, a concerned, fed up American. And you know, the people from the Middle East, you know, they're not bad people. They just have a different culture, a different way of doing things than us. And when you put the two together, they don't jive. If you burn the Quran, they'll burn down your buildings. You know, their culture, the men are marrying seven, eight, nine-year-old little girls. They have little boys dancing and doing inappropriate behavior, inappropriate sexual things. And sometimes when I see and hear what they're doing to our kindergarten through third grade, we've talked about this before as well, are they conditioning our, our children to be more like the Muslim culture? I mean, it's just facts. It's not anything against anybody. That's their culture. That's their way of life. That's fine. That's their thing. But they probably should stay in their own country, just like Joe Biden said about the Ukrainians. They need to stay in Ukraine, in Poland, in that area, because that's where they're familiar. That's their homeland. That's their way of life. They don't need to come to America. Same thing. You know, the Muslim people are great, but some of them have a different ideology than us and they shouldn't be bringing it and throwing it down our throats because we don't have the same way of life as they do. It's just that simple. It doesn't mean I'm a racist. It just is facts, a way of life. You can't put oil and water and think that they're gonna go together. They just don't. Just like the masks. I've been saying from day one, is that too convert us to being comfortable wearing burqas? I don't know. These are just my opinions, my thoughts, my concerns, really. Doesn't mean it's going to be that way. Doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. It just is weird. Something isn't right. And I don't know what it is, but I do know in the past, Barack Obama, when he was president, he said if there was a conflict between the Muslims and America, he would side with the Muslims. He took the Bible out of the White House. He took prayers out of school. He's trying to take God out of everything. And he put the Quran in. He put in a prayer room for the for the Muslims, you know, to pray in our White House. You know, it's not so much a bad thing, but he's trying to convert everything. And, and back then there was a lot of talk that he wanted to convert America to the Muslim faith. And it just seems like it's something that they're doing little by little, trying to get us comfortable with. They're teaching the Quran in school now. They don't teach the Bible. And they do still teach God and faith in the private school. And we learned that from the teacher I had on here recently. Thank you, God. And with that, we're going to take a break. If you have any thoughts or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me to lauramarie at talkthestreet.com. We'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk. 
Welcome back, fellow patriots. In our first segment, we talked a lot about immigration, how it's running wild, no laws, no border, and our government is breaking our federal laws, creating America to not even have borders. We're not even a country anymore. Bringing all of these people, just like in Sweden, it'll cause nothing but chaos. They're not coming here for anything other than either to create crime, criminal circuit, or for free stuff that does not go along with our way of life. As hard as we all work for our homes, our cars, our food, our children, our families, ourselves, and watching our taxes, our hard-earned taxes, going places we don't want it to go to, to build back better for illegals. I mean, it's, if you guys don't agree with me, that's fine. But it's just what's the obvious. I, I'm sorry, but it's just what it is. You know, New York is a sanctuary state, right? And a lot of these illegals are going up to New York. Rob Astorino is fighting back. He is fighting for our American way of life. He is running for governor of New York. And let's pray that the guy wins. We all knew when they got rid of Como that they had to replace him with someone worse. And they did. You know, recently, in the last couple weeks, I think, New York was doing all kinds of gerrymandering and redistricting, redrawing, and they reduced them down to five, taking full advantage. And like each section was shaped like a salamander. It was just all redistricting to their advantage and discouraging any opponents because they were full-on Democrat districts they were creating, right? Five-judge panel said that map was drawn to discourage competition and favor Democrats. (laughs) That's a big wow. The Democrats trying to basically reduce the competition for their advantage in the state to just five districts in one area of New York. And the judge said the Democrats are trying to basically reduce and take advantage in just five districts in a small area of New York to reduce the number of Republicans going to Congress. The judge said that this was raw partisan gerrymandering. Now the appellate court has agreed. So guess who's going to come in and do the appeal? You guessed it, the governor, Kathy Hatchell herself. We'll see how far she gets with all of that. So it wasn't just New York, by the way. Recently, a Maryland judge also struck down a Democratic map that was, he said it was unconstitutional and raw partisan gerrymandering. Wisconsin, a court went with the Republican map over the Democrat map because of similar concerns. So the Democrats are making it more difficult for themselves and harder for them to run on democracy. The slogan, when the courts are saying they're trying to rig elections. They can't, you know, that's a lie. They can't run on democracy slogan. And then AOC comes out and says that you must vote out all Republicans because they are going to destroy our democracy. (laughs) While the Democrats already are with silencing conservative voices, Obama coming out and saying, you you know, basically, if you disagree with me, you're disinformed. (laughs) 
I mean, it's just, it's comical and frightening at the same time. While their Build Back Better is for illegals, and we are paying for it more ways than one, not just out of our pocketbooks, the inflation, shortage of food, making it difficult to do anything, but it's our safety too. Who's going to teach all these illegals to drive and follow our laws? They're being just placed from the border into our, our neighborhoods. I have seen so many illegals driving. I can, I can peg them out now. No offense. It's not, a, it's not a racist thing. It's just a factual thing. You know, you're going down the highway and some dude just stops and turns right. I almost rear-ended the guy going 55 miles an hour. And I looked, and and of course, it's an illegal. And another time, I'm going, and there's a construction zone, and the guy wasn't able to read English. And he was just going forward, and you should have seen his face. I watched his face. He looked in horror when he realized he was approaching a construction zone, and almost, he didn't slow down, and he almost wiped out a bunch of construction workers and all the cones. So that's another concern, is car accidents. Think about it. The illegals that are being placed in our country by this administration doing human trafficking into our country, these people are going to have to get around somehow. They're going to need to drive. And I've already, you know, I've been rear-ended before by a guy who didn't have a license. And when I went over to get his information, he took off and he didn't speak English. He told one of my friends I was with who speaks Spanish, who is Mexican, and was told he didn't have a license, and the guy took off. And the Mexican I was with, he died of COVID seven months ago. And he was against all of these illegals coming in because him and his family came here legally and fought, took five years for them to become legal citizens. And a lot of Hispanics that are here, that's why this administration has a 26% approval rating with the Hispanic community. They're angry. They've come here legally and they're watching all of these people come here illegally. I don't blame them. So we've talked many times how this administration, the Democrats, create the chaos and they try to come out and fix the problem or they say they are when they've created it to try and look good to manipulate those that are not as informed as we are. You know, just like we talked about Obama under his administration. Remember when we talked about the Colorado River, how it turned into orange sludge? And they said it was a toxic mine accident that created all that orange sludge. I'm not buying it. I didn't then, and I don't now. At the same time, a friend of mine shared a live video of this green bubbly like gel stuff that was going into the fresh water in Maine, at the same time as the orange sludge in Colorado, they're creating the environmental disasters like the trillions of gallons of fresh water since Barbara Boxer left the Senate in California. They're taking from the Sierras trillions of gallons of fresh water, diverting it into the ocean, creating a drought. They got rid of a lot of dams and they have across a lot of different states in America. They get rid of the dams, create the water shortage in many different ways. And now we have Joe Biden coming out and saying that there's going to be a food shortage, right? We've all heard him say it several times, and that's a red flag in my book. And in the past six months, 
Various food processing plants in the United States have burned down to the ground. They are blaming it on various different electronical examples or or excuses why they burned down a boiler, burst, and two of them were small planes, small airplanes crashed into these food processing plants. Just in the last couple days, a small plane crashed into General Mills Distributing Food Center in Georgia. Over 12 accidents disabling food processing plants in the past month. Two major potato processing plants in Belfast, Maine, and one in Washington that were completely gutted by a fire. At the time, we are already having a global shortage of potatoes. An onion supply plant burned down to the ground. Nestle, their food plant in Jonesboro, Arkansas, burned down to the ground, impacting frozen food products like Hot Pockets for Stouffer's, as an example. It's just, it's crazy what's going on. It's very suspicious. You know, the same time Joe Biden is sharing there will be a food shortage and there's all of these mysterious fires in the last six months, and most of them have been in the last month. There was also that fire in Salinas, California, at Taylor Farms. There's a lot of our produce right there. Burned down to the ground, the warehouse. They're going to have to rebuild the whole warehouse so all of the produce that's in the fields has no place to go and be processed for delivery now. They burned down that warehouse. Last week, a small plane crashed into the gem processing plant in Idaho. The potato chip processing plant, the boiler exploded in Texas, sending workers to the hospital. So we'll have a shortage of our potato chips. The headquarters to the largest organic distributors in the country, in Oregon, burned down to the ground. It's awfully suspicious what's going on. That we're having a food crisis, a food shortage globally. You've got Russia stopping the delivery of fertilizer. The grain and the wheat in Ukraine was destroyed by Russian planes, you know, bombing it. We're in a whole heap of trouble. And we have this administration to thank. If they had never lifted the sanctions on Russia and reduced all of the Trump-era energy independence, we would be fine. Russia would have never invaded Ukraine. If he would have handled Afghanistan properly, we would have not shown weakness around the country. Americans would not be left behind, and they're still there in Afghanistan. Many of them have been killed, murdered. A lot of it is at the hand of this administration the chaos that we are experiencing and the food shortage created by this administration by keeping the borders open. You know, the border patrol have said over and over again, under the Trump administration, our borders were closed. They made their jobs easier because of the walls that were put up and the laws that were being enforced. Our laws creating us to be a country. Pray fellow patriots, last thing we can do and vote in November if we have an election. Hopefully it'll be a regular election. And I still say 
Do not turn in your absentee ballots. Go in and vote in person if we're able to in November. If they don't create some more chaos, this administration is creating all kinds of global chaos. I wish the amount of money they were spending in Ukraine, which we should be, though he created the chaos there, wish he would spend as much money there as he did on our own borders to protect the American people as well and the free world. Pray, fellow patriots, have faith, be one with God. And remember, you can always reach me, Laura Marie, at talkthestreet.com. I would love to hear from you. I've heard from many of you, and I love it. Keep it coming. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. I'm Renegade Talk Radio.